Do you want to know where you are in your leadership development journey and where to focus your attention in the future to get better results? Well, if the answer is yes, I would like to invite you to take my free world-class leadership assessment today and get an instant score of your current leadership level. By taking this new and fact-based assessment, you will be able to score your current leadership level against the world-class leaders as well as the five core areas of leaderships. Over the years, I've worked with the hundreds of professionals around the world and across all industries to help them achieve their leadership goals. So thanks to this work and the data, I have developed a solid assessment that you can take today. Now, the assessment is quick. It will just take 5-10 minutes and you will get an instant feedback and report received in your inbox. So, are you ready to know where you are? Take the free assessment today at www.andreapetrone.com assessment. And now, it's about time for a new episode. Welcome to the World Class Leader Show. This is the one and only podcast for ambitious and high achievers, professionals who want to become world-class leaders. In this podcast, we deconstruct the success of high-performance leaders, share their stories, and teach the most effective strategies to move from average to greatness. This is your host, Andrea Petroni, a high-performance and leadership advisor, executive coach, and keynote speaker with more than 20 years of international and executive corporate experience. Welcome back to a new episode of the World Class Leader Show. So in today's episode, um, I want to touch on a point that uh, is so critical for me for the kind of work I do. So as you probably know, uh, by now I do a lot of work with CEOs and, and their executive teams. And one thing that uh, I always notice when, when I do work with clients is actually what they face, especially when they are the first time leading an organization. So essentially... I'm talking about the first-time CEOs. Now, many challenges and issues that first-time CEOs face are the same that uh, other CEOs face, to be fair. However, some of the challenges are very, very specific for first-time CEOs. So that's what we're going to talk about today. So the challenges for first-time CEOs, but also some potential solutions or advice I would like to give to those people today they are in a new position. They are leading for the first time. And by the way, it doesn't need to be first-time CEO. So some of the challenges and advice I'm going to give you to you today, they're good if you're planning to become the first-time CEO at some point, and I wish you good luck with that. Or maybe it's the first time that you are leading a team or you have uh, such an incredible, important uh, leadership responsibility in your organization. So that's the context of the conversation today, and I hope you like it. Uh, First of all, what are the challenges that are common between CEOs, first-time CEOs, and other CEOs? Well, you know, some of them, in particular one, it's really um, applicable to everyone, really, is the social isolation of the job. So you're a CEO, everyone probably was kind of a friend before, it was very social with you, but then as soon as you become a CEO, 
Well, you start noticing a shift. Something is changing. And primarily is actually how people socialize with you as a CEO, as a leader. They see you from a different angle, with a different lens. And every, everyone noticed that. When I was CEO for the first time, or even before as a managing director, I noticed that. People start to please you more. They start to um, stay or keep a little bit more silent in meetings. So, you know, the, the, the relationship really changes. And uh, you have to acknowledge that. So social isolation is a common problem. Lack of feedback too. But there are a few m other things that are certainly more typical for first-time CEOs. And one of them is, is definitely the fear of making bad decisions, right? Because, and to be fair, honestly, you know, around all this uncertainty that we are facing nowadays, really right now, you know, I'm talking today, essentially, when we are at the end of October 2022, there is a lot of uh, uncertainty again. So markets are shaking. Inflation is very high. The world is still there. COVID is not, hasn't disappeared yet. So logistics and supply chain and costs are incredibly high. So there are so many things that are happening right now. So the fear of making bad decisions probably applies to every type of CEO. But for the first time CEO, the challenge is, is higher, right? It's bigger because they feel they, they need to show to the organization they're ready to, to lead, right? So they want to show their capability, ability, but also the confidence, right? The confidence of being able to make a decision. And it has to be a good decision, right? And also another typical challenge, which is pretty much related to the fear of making bad decisions, is the um, a knowledge that you have been great maybe in your previous role, so... I mean, if you have been promoted to CEO or you've been um, accepted to work as a CEO in a new organization, people, whoever has hired you or whoever actually has built a succession plan has found in you something important, something peculiar, something great about you, the performance, the results that you can drive. So in other words, you have been probably amazing in delivering results in your previous job maybe more technical job, if you like. But now you have a completely different uh, position, different mission, different objectives. And of course, you're, you, you have to lead an entire organization. And most of the areas that you need to lead, probably they are not much into your core area of expertise anyway. So you need to understand you know, how the different functions uh, work as well as you start to work with, with a board, maybe it's the first time, and you will see, or you're already seeing, that is a completely different ball game. So there are elements, as I said, you know, the fear of bad decisions, the lack of confidence, not knowing everything. So essentially, you know, making decisions based on the pure on the pure facts that you see, most of the time, actually, you don't have you don't even have the fact. So you see something and maybe there is a pressure, you have the urgency to, to find the solution, right? So these are the typical challenges, maybe the main challenges, and there are many others, but let's focus on this to start. So the key for uh, facing and solving some of these challenges, and by the way, is not a quick fix, so let's be honest with each other on this. But the key is really try to make uh, the smoothest transition possible. 
So that's really what you want to do. I mean, imagine the next three months or six months and you probably would be happy. What doesn't need to happen in that three, six months in order to make sure that you feel in that way? In my personal experience, just having a great transition to who you were before and what you did before to what you do now and, and your new responsibility will be already huge. And I know there is pressure for delivering results in the short term. And you want to show to the board, uh, to other people, to employees, to the market, to the clients, that you are capable to drive change. You are capable to make an impact as soon as possible. But it takes time. So if we stay on to the making a transition, right? Making the smoothest transition possible, that's my personal advice to you. So one is accept that you will spend really more time alone than in your previous role. That's the life of CEO. So welcome to the world of CEOs. Accept that you will spend a lot of time alone. Uh, people will try to push you into conversations, into meetings, into many different things, including external events, um, conferences, media opportunities, and that's fine. That's what many CEOs do. But remember, you will need to spend valuable time alone and try to get the most out of the time because it will never be enough. And this is not only the time for you to think more critically or strategically about what's going on, but also it's time for you to recharge, to detach from the day-to-day because many CEOs, they are so much involved in the operational side of a business. That's not what a CEO is supposed to do. So make sure that you respect your free time, you find and take the time, but also said that, you know, you will be probably left alone at some point because people that will see you in a different way. So that's one advice. So is the acceptance of a different social um, connection and relation with others. Another advice is, um, which is a little bit related to what we were saying before in terms of confidence and information. Well, deal deal with the fact that you will make decisions often based on limited information. Don't wait in order to get all the information you need because it's the first time that you do this and you want to make, as we said before, good decisions. It will never be the case. It will never be, especially right now in the current climate. It will be impossible really for you to make great decisions based on a number of research, fact, data, information available because they are not available. So you have to deal with that. And that's really a mindset thing. You need to accept the fact that you will make wrong decision, bad decision, sometimes good decision, hopefully great decisions, but with a very limited information. Another thing related to also what we said before in terms of people that are going to start seeing you with different lens, well, understand the power disparity will kick in. So people will treat you differently and maybe share less than you expect. So if you start to seeing people, they're not connecting anymore with you, they're not sharing enough as they used to do before, don't criticize them, don't judge them. Because that's normally a, a power, as I said, power disparity that is going to start being created by the situation. So accept that. Acknowledge it, accept it, welcome it, and try to to make sure that people, they will still be confident to talk to you, to open up, because it's, 
it's not always like that. So don't take it for granted. They will keep doing what they did before. But it's your responsibility to, to try to break the barrier between you and them. Another advice is comprehend that um, you will become the message in your company. So everything you do will be judged and often duplicated by others. People, they will do exactly what you do. Not because you are, with all respect, <laughs> wonderful or you're such a great role model, but it's also because your position drives, drives people to, to act according to, to, to your acts. So essentially, they are, uh, if, you, if you do something that is important for you, probably many people, they will start thinking that they will need to do the same because that's how you see the world. That's how you want things get done. So it's a little bit uh, unconscious sometimes, but people, you know, react in that way, right? And also they start mimic. They start to use the same tone, the same message, which is great. But that is a double-edged sword, right? Because if you do something wrong or not anymore consistently with the values and the behaviors that we want to drive into organizations, you will see a big disconnection because people that will start thinking, well, why the CEO is saying this and then he's acting completely differently, right? So you need to understand that every single action is not just, by the way, what you do, but also what you say, how you write emails, how you communicate in meetings, everything matters. Another advice is be ready to make yourself visible and be the face of your company, even when things go south. Now, as you will probably make some not great decisions or probably decisions that you think are gonna be impactful, but then they don't have the impact or they won't have the impact that you're looking for, be ready to face the consequences. Now, the consequences are not getting fired or something like that, or losing such a big you know, market share. It's not that. The consequence is also, um, be ready to respond in front of everyone, employees, the market, the shareholders, about things that are not working. Sometimes, not everyone, of course, but you know, sometimes CEOs tend to hide and try to, I'm not saying, you know, cover things, but just say, you know, just sharing one side of the truth. Well, you have to be ready to face the reality and be able to share it because the less you share about what's not going well in the organization, the more uncertainty you're going to create, unfortunately, in people. So I know the bad news is the bad news, but sharing a bad news always doesn't bring the same negative impact as not sharing at all. People don't like surprises. Remember that. Uh, also, appreciate that success won't be all about you. Now, that is difficult for such a high achievers that probably, you know, many in the audience are. But really the quality of your team will make the real difference. Now, it sounds like, a, a, you know, a simple, straightforward, maybe banal fact, but it's not. So as you know, I interviewed many CEOs in the show. And when I asked what is one thing that really made a huge impact on your personal performance, they 95% of them shared, well, it was my team has been always my team. So start to think how you can not only protect your team, but also let the team shine and be a great example also in the market with the shareholders, 
so in, in other words, it doesn't need to be all about you. We are not into the Superman business here. We are in a business of performance built and created by people, by teams, okay? So be ready to step back and actually make your team more visible and win in front of other stakeholders. Another thing, and that is super critical in particular for the work I do, you know, join a peer advisor group, a support network that will help you to go through the journey, maybe get fresh insights, better ideas. And, and, and that's something important. Many CEOs, they unfortunately live in a bubble. They stay there. They don't have much chance to share their personal experiences, failures, or get insights from others outside of their organization. And the board, yeah, sometimes the board help, helps, but most of the time CEOs, they don't feel too much comfortable to share with the board. Well, think about, think actually outside the box, literally. So think about how you can build an advisory group or team outside of, of your own organization. And that's, you know, when normally I, I come in because I'm building right now, just for your um, knowledge, I'm building a new peer advisory group for CEOs. Let's call it mastermind. Let's call it how we, how we want it. But essentially, I'm gathering a team of eight, 10, great international CEOs and start working together for for 10 months, more or less. So they will start sharing ideas, thoughts, support each other, learn from each other, you know, essentially going to another level. And you can do it. You can do it if you work with people, they are smarter than you, they're better maybe than you, they can also inspire you, and also they help you, most importantly, to see things from a different level. So if you're interested, of course, be in touch with me on LinkedIn or here on email. You will see the, uh, the, the information at the end of the show. And oh, by the way, last thing, last piece of advice. And that is critical. Remember to enjoy the journey because it's true that you will have a huge responsibility and obligation. Fair enough. But this shouldn't stop you to live a wonderful experience as a leader. You have a massive opportunity here. Many people, they will love love literally love to be in your shoes so don't waste it don't waste it when i say don't waste it, i'm not saying in terms of bad performance or results because i'm sure you will do just fine i'm saying in terms of enjoying the journey because that's unique that's not something that many people do enjoy it because also when you enjoy it you have more fun you bring positivity not only to your personal being but also to others so positivity, happiness, fulfillment, these are all great things that you need. If you start to be too much worried about the journey, you guess what kind of results you're going to bring because you're going to project in the future the mindset that you have right now. So I want you to start thinking about a different mindset. So these are the you know few advice that I wanted to give it to you. I think there are seven or eight. So, and I hope you, you'll find it useful. And again, they are primarily for for stamp CEOs, but essentially they are for all those people they have a leadership. They have a leadership position and they're facing a new challenge. So if he's one of you, again, good luck and also congratulations. No, the challenge and the journey starts now, but it doesn't need to be a bad journey. It starts from self-awareness. Once you are aware of the challenge you're going to face, and I hope some of these advices are going to really help you to go through this journey in a very successful way as this is a very interesting topic. I really would like to hear from you understanding what you think about this. So please send me any comments either uh, on LinkedIn or you can send me via email at andrea at andreapetroni.com. You can find any way 
these links on the show notes. And um, and by the way, if you like what we shared, I strongly recommend that you to leave a review because you know as a podcaster we live with reviews. So the only way for our episode and our podcast to grow is by having positive reviews. So I appreciate that, and also sharing with your friends and colleagues if you think they might be interested. And final note. I normally um, summarize the findings of each episode, even the ones with the guest, uh, on my website. And I write every Thursday a very interesting uh, short summary about what we share. So if you don't want to miss that and you prefer uh, reading, I strongly recommend going to my website, www.andreapetrone.com blog. You can subscribe there. I'm not sending any sales thing, just big, good insights of my experience with the podcast and my work with clients so thank you so much for listening to this episode and i look forward to seeing you next time